Yoel introduction! We'll begin with an overview. The first three Prakim and Yoel discuss and warn the nation about the storm of locusts that are going to come and create a devastating famine throughout the land of Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, the nation needs to do tshuva and come close to Hashem by pouring out their hearts to God and keeping Hashem's Torah. The fourth and last parak in Yoel is about the amazing times of the final redemption when Hashem will gather His nation from all across the earth and start to return them to Eretz Yisrael and rebuild Yerushalayim. Thank you Hashem after 2,000 years of being off our land, Jews from all around the world have begun to return to Eretz Yisrael in the beginning of the fulfillment of the great prophets, including Yohanavi. When did Yoel ben Besuah live? It's a great debate. There are basically three opinions to when Yoel lived. The first opinion when Yoel lived, the Barmid Baraba 10.5, as brought in Rashi in the beginning of Yoel, Yoel was actually one of the sons of Shmuel Hanavi, and is called Yoel ben Besuah because he was Pita Lael Bitfiloso, that his prayer was successful in front of Hashem. Note in Sefer Shmuel Paragay, when discussing Shmuel Hanavi's two children, Yoel and Avia, relate that both Yoel and Avia committed sins. The Gemara in Shabbos explains that Yoel and Avia didn't travel throughout Yisrael to judge the nation in the way their father Shmuel Hanavi did, and therefore it's considered as if they sinned. This can be an amazing lesson that Yoel, the son of Shmuel Hanavi, whom the Pasuk says sinned, did tshuva later in his life and became the great Yoel Hanavi to be remembered for all generations. So too we can do tshuva no no matter what we may have done in our lives. The second opinion when Yoel lives, the Seder Hadoros brings, Yoel lived during the times of Yehoram ben Achab, which was approximately 300 years prior to the destruction of the first base Hamigdash. The Living Nach explains that if indeed Yoel's prophecy about the locusts swarming the land had come true and corresponds to what it says in Malachim 2, Parak 8, Pasuk 1, that Elisha Navi prophesied there would be a famine in Eretz Yisrael for seven years. For four consecutive years, different species of locusts ravaged the land, and then there was a drought for the next three years. The prophecies contained in Yoel are the details of the famine at that time. The Gmarantinus 5a explains how during the plague of locusts, the food supply of Yisrael was diminished and the famine had struck the land until the residents of Yisrael were reduced to eating their own children in the sixth year and actually eating their own flesh in the seventh year of the famine. The third the third opinion on when Yoel lived the Seder Olam brings, Yoel lived during the times of the evil King Menashe son of Chizkiah, which would be 50 years prior to the destruction of the first Beit HaMikdash, and Yoel would have been a student of Micha Hanavi. This would have made Yoel contemporaries with the great prophets Nachum and Chabakuk. The explains the reason why the evil King Menashe is not mentioned here is because he was so bad that Nubi didn't want to mention his name when unnecessary. A word on the name Yoho in Shmos Perak 2, Pasuk 22, it says, Vayoho Moshe Lasheves Esaish Veyitainet Sipora Bitola Moshe. Moshe consented to stay with the man Yisro, and he gave Moses his daughter Tsipora as a wife. The Targum on this Pasuk explains, Yoel means willing or desire, meaning Moshe was willing to stay with Yisro. Perhaps we can say the reason why the prophet was called Yoel was because 
of his burning desire to serve Am Yisrael and serve Hashem. Rashi on this Pasuk explains, Yoel means to swear, meaning Moshe swore he would be loyal to Yisrael. Perhaps we can say here, Yoel swore to Hashem that he would be faithful and loyal to him despite the horrors Yoel was to prophesy about. A word on the greatness of Yohanavi. The Gemara in Tainus 5a relates a story. At the end of the seventh year of the famine, when there was absolutely no food left, a little bit of rain fell in the month of Nisan, which was considered the end of the rain season. Yoel had instructed Yisrael to go out and plant their last bit of grain. This obviously did not make any sense because it was the end of the rain season. The nation replied back to Yoel, they don't have enough food to do both. Should they eat it and live or plant it and die? Yoel reiterated his words to plant the last morsels of grain. A miracle then happened, and the nation found tons of grain buried in the cracks of their walls and holes in the ground. Then miraculously, mass amounts of rain came down from the heaven, and the crops grew to full height in just 11 days. On this, David HaMelech says in Tehillim 126, The one who, sent, who went out weeping, carrying his sack of seed, will return home with songs of delight carrying his sheaves. As Yoel deals with locusts who destroyed Eretz Yisrael, let us have in mind the rebuilding and returning to Eretz Yisrael when Mashiach ben David will reveal himself to the entire world. When the cast aside nation of Am Yisrael will return to Eretz Yisrael with singing and dancing. When the one who went out weeping carrying his sack of seed through the pain and suffering of exile will return home with songs of delight carrying his sheaves with the return of the entire Am Yisrael back to Eretz Yisrael. We'll be starting Perak Aleph in the next year. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.